Welcome to the Watch and Learn Show, where we talk about life lessons we learn from movies new and old, and we have a bit of fun along the way. And now, here's the host, Sky and Dusty. Hey, hey, movie maniacs. My name is Sky, and that guy on the other side of the screen is my brother, Dusty. And Dust, you know, I've got to say, we're going to have to use our brains for this episode. Damn. Damn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not something we're good at. That's for sure. You know, <laughs> that's good. Yep. Hey, so I hate, there's a certain type of movie that I hate and it's not every movie that I hate, but there's certain types of movies. <laughs> it's not every movie really you hate. hate. <laughs> not every movie, but musicals. Mm. I hate musicals. This is one of the best musicals I've ever seen. What do you think? It is a great musical. Uh, I do. I did enjoy it. Loved all the musical numbers. And you just reminded me another one with Steve Martin, Little Shop of Horrors. Great musical. Yes, that's a good one. Yep. But probably my favorite musical ever is South Park, the movie. That's that's top notch. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Now, uh, I for some reason, when I think of this movie, there's there's well, I wouldn't say for a summary because there's loads and loads of scenes that are hilarious and so funny, so creative, um, like comedic geniuses. These guys are. And but for some reason, the music scenes like the My Little Buttercup scene, as well as the uh, Blue Shadows songs i was like those stick in my brain so much i just love it and i sing it to the kids all the time like my little buttercup has the sweetest smile and they just die laughing because they love the movie too yeah it's a fun movie for the whole family man there is one dick joke in it you know but other than that it's it really is a good fun family movie oh but there's a lot of dead bodies in this movie too you know and it's funny, but there's no blood. Yeah. There's no blood at all. They just and they fall over. But yeah, that the dick joke is really funny because it's like, what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what it means. <laughs> so good. And I, I don't remember. I didn't remember. Like you and I have seen this movie growing up. This was released back in 1986. I'm sure we saw it within the first year. Probably came out on VHS. Mom rented it, you know. So we probably saw it when I was 10. You were eight-ish right around there, right? And I don't remember that dick joke, but when I heard at this time i laughed so hard i was i was totally surprised by it loved it and everybody if you're watching this on youtube you go to watch and learn podcast.com forward slash youtube you can see our our my my uh desert scape right behind us this is the in arizona there's a thing called the horseshoe bend where the grand canyon river rose uh, flows through there and this is the horseshoe bend which is really beautiful it, like it's literally surreal when you're there it's super awesome um, and so that's in my background right now, if you're looking at it, but as I'm watching this movie, they're singing about Arizona. Like, so when they're actually doing the blue shadows on the trail, like blue, you know, dusty bottoms, my namesake, um, <laughs> when he's singing that song, he's singing about Arizona. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. I love Arizona. Actually. I loved California, but then I moved out. I was like, man, Arizona's great too. Arizona's really, really great. And, but yeah, going through this whole entire movie. It is so comedic genius. So many things stick in my brain, like one-liners or even just little quips. One is just so much funny. If I'm ever trying to get somebody's attention and they don't know I'm there, I'm usually like, you two, you two, you two. Look up here, look up here, look up here, look up here. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> like, that's so, and they're just, they're just crouched down and they hear that, but they're not even looking Yeah. Oh my goodness. See, so I'm a simple man. Simple things just in make me enjoy life. And things like this, like my wife actually, she didn't not like it, 
but it was you know not as funny as me and the kids. We're just rolling, laughing, watching this movie. Yeah, it's the kind of movie that really suits you and I and kids' mentalities or, or I guess, uh, humor, humor, style of humor. But for our wives, I mean, Denise liked it. She remembered liking it growing up and stuff, and she enjoyed it when we watched it this time. But she didn't laugh nearly as much or as out loud as I did throughout it. So just one of those things. You know, goofy humor doesn't fit a lot of females, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Things like... Oh, look at the plane. It's a mail plane. How'd you know it was a mail plane? Because of the little balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was classic. That was classic. And I love it where Dusty Bottoms, like he still doesn't get the joke, but he just starts laughing. Oh, like, ah, I'm yeah. fitting in. I'm fitting in. Yeah. Chevy Chase plays that pretty well of not getting it, but then faking sure. that he got it. Sure yeah. does. And even a scene that is so creative, like, uh, the summoning the the um the swordsman you know the invisible swordsman and having the bush dance and and singing and they're like are you <laughs> like it's literally a bush singing but then killing the guy the invisible swordsman i never saw that coming yep that was so brilliant it's funny normally when you have a group of guys like this like you think the three stooges two of them are really goofy and then one is the smart one all three of these guys are not too bright at all you know even steve martin who you think well he is the leader but you think he would be the smart leader trying to lead these two incapable guys uh they all kind of have their moments of ditziness you know and it makes it a lot of fun to watch without without one overall smart leader in it and even his well love interest the not girlfriend but like love interest the girl said and they are one of the other girls asked her which one do you like and it's i like the not smart one or the dumb one whatever she says yeah. well which one's that yep. <laughs> it's like, in my mind if i would classify or, or you know rank them in smartness chevy chase dusty bottoms here ned niederlander and then steve martin slightly above ned or lucky day slightly above ned niederlander and only lucky because he acts like the leader. That's yeah. the only reason why that puts him just a little ahead. Mm-hmm. Now, you those are some brilliant names. Dusty Bottoms, Ned Needlelender, and Lucky Day. And one great name that gets over, not necessarily gets overlooked, but we just don't register it as much is El Wapo. So I should have looked it up. What does El Wapo mean? Do you know? Uh, for some reason, I always thought Guapo meant handsome. But I might be wrong. Oh, the handsome. That. Oh, it, it might be. Maybe we should look it up. So, while well, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and look it up because I I don't speak Spanish. In fact, I aced two years of Spanish in high school only by changing my grade in the computer. Oh the wow! Computer. So you accessed the bad. computer when the teacher wasn't there? Yes, I sure did. Actually, he was there walking around with other students and. Uh, another couple of students were on there, and I was like, "Hey, what's this little Excel sheet?" Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> How funny, man. Yeah, I for some reason in my head Guapo was always meant handsome, but I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um it's uh, I don't really see it. I did it well, I don't want to take up too much time. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm trying to look at if anybody is watching this, definitely put it in the comments of what El Guapo means. But yeah, so I love the character of El Guapo too. He is he's funny and he's not like crazy demented but he he's funny but he also you know he's a uh dictator type you know wants to just you know steal and kill and ravage and all that sort of stuff but all the guys it was just it's so fun that the entire movie has fun elements there's bad guys but it's all fun elements like when he says um son of a motherless goat and the the, the uh, mexican guy goes what uh, son of a motherless goat? yeah just, he smiles does uh, uh lucky day just looks at him and smiles it's just so many comedic things in there. 
I love the bartender. Yes. For some reason, I love the bartender with Dusty Bottoms. Or no, he said, hey, we'll we'll take a couple beers. We no got no beer, only tequila. And Dusty Bottoms goes, is it fattening? And the bartender, fattiness? Yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of, yep. The three amigos were great in that scene and, and they steal the show, of course. They're the, the lead actors. They look great. Your eye is drawn to them. But that bartender in that scene almost stole the scene from them. I love it. And in the end, when he goes, my little buttercup, with singing with them, you know, he was great. And he's a memorable character. Another memorable one who I always liked is Hefe. You know, El Guapo's uh, second, his lieutenant and whatever. And I really enjoyed that scene when um, Wapo, El Guapo was talking about plethora and just berating him on his non-knowledge of plethora. But then Hefet turns back and says, hey, why are you taking it out on me? Is it because you're turning 40? Is it because she won't sleep with you? I, I just love that everybody needs a Hefet in their life, you know, to kind of put them on track, to let them know where they're maybe misstepping and doing things wrong. And it was more than just like a friendly conversation. It was almost like his psychiatrist. Yeah. Would you say <laughs> you're really just projecting it onto me when yep. you're internally struggling? <laughs> so, good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Hefe was great. And, and the present that they give Alapo for his birthday. That's like something your grandma or your great grandma would give you. And they're all proud of it. It's a sweater. And he's like, it's a sweater. Yeah. And everybody's like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. <laughs> that is so great. So great. You know, um, the first thing, I didn't remember this, and then I saw it this time. One of the three Germans, um, as soon as I saw him, I go, that's the bad guy, the psychotic dude from Cobra. You know, one of the great 1980s action Sylvester Stallone movies. It made me want to watch it again. I know what you mean. I thought the same thing when I saw him. I was like, oh, dude, I, I remember that dude. I didn't remember. I did not remember it was from Cobra. But that's a good, good clarification or pointing out. Yeah, so there's a lot of fun. Like, I don't really feel or place anything out of place in this movie. It's a very, like, it flows very, very well. Especially, like, when you first start, like, the three amigos, you're finding out that they're actors and stuff. Then they get kicked out of the Hollywood studio. I was like, it's like, wow. And th- that leads me into my first Basically, my first lesson is you don't need or you should not get a full head about yourself. Like you should not think you're something superior when you have Lucky Day or actually all three of them go to um, uh, basically the producer. Joe Montana. Uh, Montana. Oh, he's great, too. Yeah, Joe Montana is in there. And he's a part of the Simpsons or was a part of the Simpsons for a while. He's the, the, the um, mafia uh, boss. gangster guy. Mafia by boss. But um, yeah, he says no show. No, or no, 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 no show. And I was like, uh oh, this is it. And so Joe Montana stands up and puts the, the slap down on him. But yeah, when you get a fool ahead of yourself, you think you're better than you are, and you try to throw your weight around, it it usually doesn't work out well. In fact, more often than not, it's probably not going to work out well. Only when you know you have every single card in your hand, like you have literally the best house, like a royal flush, nobody could ever beat it. That's when you can, because you know you can't be beat. When you just had a box office flop like they did, you don't have any legs to stand on. Yep, for sure. That's a good point. Uh, uh, And I like the idea that, no, I like the idea. It reminds me of, I guess there were, back in the day, actors were kind of second class. They were barely paid for their jobs. And they were basically like, employees for the studio just getting paid hourly but they would be on movie after movie after movie eventually the the tide turned and actors started making really big bucks you know but um and, but but i i think you're you're absolutely right about that don't get too big for your britches you know and then you start thinking of um 
other things like, well, we're big enough. We need to get out. We can make a lot of money doing something else. And something like an infamous, you're like, what is infamous? Oh, yeah. well, it's more than famous. <laughs> Obviously, they need to get a dictionary. Yep. But, you know, you're thinking, wow, I can make even more money there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What about you? What, it, what we'll, we'll get more in the show, but I was just curious about what your first lesson is. My first lesson was simply follow directions, right? Shoot your gun up in the air. In the air doesn't mean uh, horizontally, right? It's vertically for sure. Dusty bottoms killed. They were, they were lucky the plane was flying across or else they would have never been able to get to El Guapo and save the girl, you know? Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a simple thing. Follow directions, anything in life, you know, when you're building Ikea furniture, follow the directions, you know, you're going to leave something out. It's going to fall over, tip over, whatever the thing is, you know? I am definitely not good at following directions only until I can't figure it out. That's when I'm like, okay, fine. Give me the directions. I'll figure Uh it out. And you're going to laugh at this, but even though I'm a handyman, I've remodeled our entire house and obviously you were there helping me out and doing that. I'm absolutely a handyman. I literally do just about everything inside the house from electrical to plumbing, to building up walls, all that sort of stuff. Literally do all that stuff. Every bit of furniture that is put together furniture, I don't do. Melissa, my wife, literally does that. Number one, she really enjoys it. Number two, I hate, hate, hate doing it. And number three, it doesn't get done. So she is totally fine to do it. (laughs) But uh, you might laugh at that. But yeah, I just don't do any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm just surprised by it. I love putting together furniture. And every time we get a new piece of furniture, I make sure that one of the two boys are with me putting it together with me just to teach them how. I mean, once you once you learn how to put any one piece of furniture together, everything else, you can read any other instruction manual, put anything else together after that. So I thought it was a really good exercise. Our gazebo out back, the table's right here. I mean, I can just think of a lot of different stuff they've helped me put together. Do you remember in my old house in Fresno, the backyard, we had one of those big play structures. Do you remember putting that together? Yes, me, you. Yeah, it was horrible. And dad, right? The three of us worked on it. Yes, the three of us. It was horrible. I hated it. I couldn't stand it. But we got it done, which was great because we got it done. Now, I think I know I I could stem back to our childhood. The reason why I hate, not reason, but like it helps me paint the picture of why I hate putting together furniture and why you love it. So let me ask you a question. Do you like Legos? Yes. Yeah, you like putting together and everything. I hate Legos. Let me step one further back. <laughs> Do you like puzzles? Yes. I hate puzzles. <laughs> it all goes back to puzzles. Ah. Now, a Lego is just a 3D puzzle, mm-hmm. and furniture is like a bigger version of a Lego. Like actually, what? And so it all stems back to the puzzles. I hate. I literally hate it. I would rather uh, get my teeth pulled, literally, than put together a puzzle. But people love it, and so I translate that now where. Legos. I hate Legos. My kids love Legos. My wife loves puzzles. She loves uh, Legos and loves furniture. So I just, I can't, my brain doesn't work like that. Does that track with you at all? Or is that completely off the rocker? It does. It does. There's maybe some kind of a spatial, uh, 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 I don't think, what is that called? Spatial memory, spatial visualization skills that maybe it's difficult for you to access that part of your brain to look at a schematic and see this piece fits here and there and there. So it might be tough. For I you am like that. very stupid. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> no, that's not it at it's all. Literally. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think it's something like that. Like it just, it's, it's not easy for my brain where there's some people, they can visit, uh, finish like a 2000 piece puzzle in a couple hours. Yeah. And that, that just literally does not work for me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Do you like to, I know you're not a big cook, but when you are you pretty good in at following recipes that you find online or something? 
No, no, okay. absolutely not. Yeah. But I, I would say though, I'll see what the directions are. I'll definitely skim over what the what the ingredients are, and then just put it together as I want, as I see fit. But once I get the gist, I do it on my own. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm the opposite. I love following directions. I follow it to a T. Uh, I actually often read the directions all the way through before before starting to build something as well. But you're the kind of guy oh, lay oh. out the pieces, put it together, make it look like the picture. So. You would be, if we think of another great movie, the Lego movie, you would be like, Emmett, follow the directions or like president uh, business. You know, there's a directions for a reason. And I would be like, I don't know, wild style or, or Batman. I'd be like Batman, like, no, we got it. Or I would actually, no, I take that back. I'd be Lego too. I would be Rex Danger Vest or oh. I'm a master breaker. I could break them there you so go. much better than anybody could else could <laughs> put together. <laughs> That's cool, So let's man. get back to... To Three Amigos. Now, we start the movie as they are actors, but then they go and they find out that they're going to get paid and they think it's going to be for their acting skills and put on a show in Mexico. But I love the scene where Lucky Day gets shot. He get They're all riding around on their horses and he, he's all, Wapo, should I kill him? Ah, just kill one of them. And he shoots them. And then Lucky Day, the whole scene of them, him figuring out, that they have real bullets and then it's real and he's bleeding and all that sort of stuff. And the realization that they're going to be killed. And then they start crying. Yeah. yeah. Wapo goes, I did not kill women, crying women. <laughs> yep. I only kill men. <laughs> I love that. I loved it too. That was a really good, really fun scene. I, I like you said, I like that transition of going from being actors to now, now they're in the death, uh, death, deathly situation, whatever the word is. Yep. Loved it. And the progression of the movie is really fun because we see transformation and changing them. A huge change in them where out of nowhere, somebody who would you would think is more reserved, not reserved, but like cowardly in a sense, like Dusty is just dumb. Um, Ned is more, seems a little more coward, not cowardly. It's not the right he way to say it. He seems more sensitive to me. There you go. Mm. Not forceful, very much, much more sensitive, but he's the one that says, we got to make a stand. And he draws a line in the sand and then brings the other two over. That's a huge transformation where now they're saying, we need to do this. And so seeing movies like this where the characters transform and we really learn something is so great. I, that's why I really thought this movie, the progression of storytelling was really, really good. Yep. I agree with you 100%. Uh, and I did a little Google search. Do you know how much in U.S. dollars 100,000 pesos is today? Oh my goodness. I would say a hundred thousand. That was probably what 1900, something like that. Or early. Well, no, how much a hundred thousand is today in dollars. I didn't no, look I, back then. I get, that. Okay. I get that. I was just wondering what oh. date it was when they were actually, you know, what it was supposed to be back then. But let's say I would say probably close to a million dollars or more. hundred thousand pesos is $4,400. So 4,400 oh, in today's dollars. Oh, in today's, not like back then, the 20, 1920s yeah. or whatever, but in today's only be 4,400, which so, 4,400 back like a hundred years ago might be would probably be like 20,000 50,000 yeah okay yeah not Got enough it. money for okay. their dreams of starting an orphanage buying a car and whatever dusty <laughs> bottoms i don't remember dusty's dream but it was something like that or along those lines wow. oh, going to an island or something what was his dream i can't remember yeah yeah um so out of the three characters which one the lucky day ned needlelender or dusty bottoms which is your favorite uh, my favorite is probably Lucky Day. I just, I'm just a Lucky big, Day, I'm a yeah. big fan of Steve Martin. Ned Niederlander is great, and Martin Short is amazing. Love his movies. One of these days, we got to cover Inner Space. 
Inner Space was a great movie. Maybe even Captain Ron. Yeah, that right. was a lot of fun at the time. I don't know if Captain Ron holds up, but like we've got to do some other Martin Short movies too. You know, um, I agree. Then, Martin Short is definitely well well underserved. I mean, he's great. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, Steve Martin is it or Lucky Day? I guess as a character. Lucky what about Day. You? I would say I I really like. I'd say Lucky Day is probably the one that I gravitate towards more. So, but obviously Dusty Bottoms is just hilarious. Yeah. But he's just a little too out of it for me. Like he's, he's just not there, like the personality. But yeah, so all three of them are really, really good. Um, Chevy Chase is a is a really hilarious actor. Yeah. Um, uh, Martin Short and um, Steve Martin, they're all great. And My Blue Heaven, have we covered My Blue Heaven? No, we need to. That's another movie we got to cover. My Blue Heaven's brilliant. My my kids watch it; they love it too. Um, yeah. So what is your favorite scene out of all these great scenes? The sunset campfire scene with the with the Blue Shadows song with the animals talking with the horses going. And then at the end, the turtle says, good night, Ned. <laughs> I, just, I just love that so much fun. And the you, you know, you could tell clearly it was shot in a studio. The backdrop is painted, but it's a beautifully painted sunset. But I think, you know, I'm pretty sure they purposely made it so you can tell it was painted just for the fun of the show. Like they weren't trying to fake like they were really out in the Mesa, right? Like it was pretty obvious that it was fake. And then the the coyote comes up, the wolf comes up, and the rabbit comes out of a hole. Absolutely love that scene. I think that's probably my second favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Love that scene. Um, man, there's so many good ones that really rack up in my brain, even the My Buttercup. But I would have to say my favorite one that always comes in my brain is you have Lucky Day, actually all three of them, they're riding on the horse. Lucky Day gets his water bottle and oh. just can get to a couple drops and it drips in his mouth. And he's like, oh, he's really parched and really thirsty. Sun's beating on them. They're in the middle of the desert. Then you get Ned Needleender. He opens up his canteen and it's dirt and sand dumping on his face and it's all covered. He's like, oh. and then you got Lucky or uh, uh, Dusty Bottoms literally getting his canteen full of water, just drinking it, dumping all over his face. And then tosses it so yep. that it dumps out. And then he gets lip balm. And he puts it on his pinky. And he puts it on his <laughs> And the, the other two are just looking. I'm like, oh, yep. that was so good. I absolutely love that. That was great. And one of the other jokes, that this very small joke that I remember I laughed out loud was um, uh, Lucky Day comes in in El Wapo's area you know and then you know el wapo i can't remember what, exactly what else happened but el wapo says what are uh, amigos falling out of the sky and then ned goes well boom <laughs> on the table just a perfectly timed <laughs> love that timing joke right there i'd also man what was not expected was the gunfight scene between ned needlelender and the you know the first german guy mm-hmm. that was awesome and i love when martin short the the um uh uh, Hefe grabs the little gun. You don't want to die with a little wimpy gun like this. You want to die with a man's gun. Yep. And then that needle letter gets it. And it's like so heavy. It goes to the ground. Yep. It's like, that's so good. And then he uses it and actually kills the German. Uh, that was so good. And the photography or the, the uh, cinematography, you show the eyes of the bad guy all gra- our, you know, his really mean and stern. Like, they and they narrow see, in. They narrow down. And then you get Ned Needleletter. His eyes get wide. And he's like, oh, no, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love the movie. And then everybody, throw down your gun. Lucky Day says, everybody, throw down your guns. Everybody does. And Dusty Bottoms throw down <laughs> his gun, too. And he's all, not you, Dusty. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I can. I mean, literally every bit of this movie, I am just dying laughing. Totally, me too. And uh, two things or two people that were in this very briefly. I always love seeing them in movies. John Lovitz and Phil Hartman. Just in the very beginning, the producer's office. I'm just. I'm a big fan of them. I would love to see them in more. Well. Phil Hartman, you know, but I mean, John Levitz, yeah. I, I love to see them in every movie. And so that was a little treat as well. And I didn't realize at the very beginning when you're watching it, it says produced by Lauren Michaels was one of the producers. So it was kind of like a Saturday Night Live thing. So they had a few different Saturday Night Live uh, actors on it, too. Yes. And sorry for everybody watching on YouTube. I literally have a fly that looks like it's attacking me. Ah. So that's why I'm fly- swatting everything around. But yes, I. Uh, both those guys are phenomenal actors. I love, and it's it's such an amazing scene, thing that how many great actors and comedians came out of Saturday Night Live. It's just brilliant. And it, it seems, nah, obviously when you grow up and you watch Saturday Night Live and you you love those those characters, the newer ones don't seem as funny as the last ones. And, you know, it just, it just happens where people who are probably watching Saturday Night Live now love these ones, where as we're like, ah, they're not as good as the old ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like other ones where you have like Dana Carvey and you have um, Adam Sandler, like that cast and, and Chris Rock and all that. But yeah, it's, they, they put out some really great uh, comedians and this is definitely one of them. And I love, I love the line where lucky day, I'm just transitioning to uh, so many quotes in here. So many things that are just hilarious that are said. Lucky day says to, I can't remember what her name is, but the girl his love interest says, I'll come back for you one day or no, sorry. I'll come back one day. And she says, why (laughs) reminded me of which movie was it oh um so i married an axe murderer where you have charlie says harriet marry me and she goes no and he says please (laughs) just something like that is just so hilarious yep at the beginning of the movie, they did something that you love in movies when they kind of beat a dead horse. So the three amigos are on the horse. They go, the three, ah, it's extended, extended, <laughs> extended, amigos. Just one of the, as soon as I see stuff like that, every time I'm just reminded of you because, and I love those beating a dead horse things, drawing things out too long and it becomes funny again. Um, uh, and so every time I see that, it reminds me of you. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so hilarious. And my son Xander, he's he's got a fun personality like me, and so he he and I both will sing it. Three, uh, and we'll just keep going, and then Migos, yeah, and yeah. we'll be laughing. My wife will be just like, oh, exactly, tired of this crap. She is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, let me see here. My last lesson, or my second lesson, is don't stand too close to a gunfight. So, you know, Ned Ned Niederlander and the German are facing off. Everybody's standing right here. Now, there's the danger factor, right? I mean, somebody might get shot, and then they pull their gun and shoot you kind of sideways. But when you're watching a gunfight, who do you focus on? You're looking this way. If he shoots, you don't see Ned fall. If Ned shoots, you don't see the German fall. What do you do? Like, you got to stand back to get a bird's eye view right there. So never too close to a gunfight. That's awesome. But yeah, you're right. Like, that bullet can, like, they can miss or, like, shoot. And then they, they're dying and they shoot off. And it's, But yeah, that was that's really good. So let's see. My I don't really have another lesson because I was just laughing so many things. Yeah. And obviously, there's so many other things we can do. But um, no, I'm not going to just make up one because I couldn't come up with another one or I didn't because I was laughing so much. But now 
Let's talk about the Monday morning quarterback. Okay. What is your Monday morning quarterback? The Germans should have put a club on their plane. You know, the old club you put in cars to lock the steering wheel. <laughs> they should have put that on the plane so they couldn't escape. <laughs> that is brilliant. I th- So I'm going to think that not El Jefe and his big group of grand, uh, men when they go and meet the uh, three amigos first. It's really the the three guys that go initially the first time, the three bad guys go in there, and that's when they first meet um, the three amigos. They literally should just kill them. Like, that's their job. That's what they do. But they ran away because it was so crazy. But they should have just killed them. That would have put their stock so much higher in El Wapo's eyes. Hey, man, they hired these guys to come in. They, El Wapo has no, guy, no idea that these guys are little whining, you know, women. They don't know that. <laughs> and so – he could say, yeah, these guys, they came here to take us out. We took them out. And you just see dead bodies of amigos. That stock would rise. And Jefe, you moved aside. Hey, you, you come up. <laughs> That's right. You now. <laughs> That's right. New Jefe, new number two in exactly. charge right there. That's a good Monday morning quarterback. Uh, what is your prop from the movie? I love, well, it's got to be an outfit. One of the outfits, yeah. like the whole thing with the gun. Like I really need to get a gun like that. One of those old West guns, like the little wimpy guns, but I'll probably more than likely buy the the really good, the peacemaker ones, the big ones that uh, Ned Neilander couldn't even barely even hold up. Yeah. But I mean, you have to have the outfit. I can't think of anything else that wouldn't be any as perfect. Like if you get that, people will see that. Oh, that's the three amigos. They exactly. would absolutely know it. Now, which outfit or which character's outfit? Because they all are designed differently, different uh, white stripings. They all have the uh, like rhinestones or whatever glittery on it. And they also have different hat designs like Dusty Bottoms has an eagle and the other two, they don't have animals, but they have some kind of design on it. Whose would you choose? So I'm going to go look at that question a little backwards or the opposite way. The one that I know I did not like, the only one that like caught my brain of which one I did not like was Ned Needlelenders. For some reason, maybe it was the hat or something, but every single time I see it, for some reason, like I just, even though they look so similar, for some reason, it was always like, ah, I didn't like it. But Dusty Bottoms with the eagle, I think, yeah, I, I would probably go with Dusty Bottoms and just say, hey, yeah, I'm Dusty and that's Dusty Bottoms. Totally. <laughs> How about it, you? it fits. It fits your name. I would take Lucky Day's outfit. The exact same thing. Got to have one of the outfits, and it would be Lucky Day for me as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So, thinking of props, I want to bring up one thing. So, in Arizona, this is actually real life. In Arizona, there was a kid. I'm going to tell you a little story. So, there was a boy. He was probably about six, five or six years old, and he's playing with his little sister. His little sister's maybe like three or four. They're best friends and, you know, they, they love each other. He loves and protects his little sister. Well, and again, this is literally a true story. I'm um, talking about props. I'll get to the prop in just a second. So they were playing outside and a big dog, maybe like a pit bull or something, w- ran and charged at his little sister. He saw this coming and he jumped in front of the dog, took as a five or six year old, like literally a little kid took on the dog, literally marred up his entire face. He has the stitches from his mouth all the way to his ear, and it's all chewed up. I mean, it's really, really bad. They did some surgeries. He's looking better. This was literally happened like, like maybe one or two months ago. And he was so brave. He literally said, well, I just figured, literally was talking to, this to either his parents or something. It was either going to be my sister dies or I die, and I wanted it to be me. I was like, dude, that guy is a hero. What a stud. So transition or like telling that story think of a prop i was super impressed so chris evans you know who chris evans is right yes captain america the guy who plays captain america has the captain america actual official shields or shield or ones that are used in the movie he literally chris evans sent 
to this boy. He says, you are a hero. You are the Captain America. I'm going to give you an official shield from uh, of Captain America so that you can have it. I thought that was that was really stand-up-ish. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. But man, like I said, this kid is literally a hero and said, I'm going to die instead of my little sister. So I just had to bring that up. That was such a great, great story. For sure, that is. That's an uplifting, happy story, even though it was kind of like a sad outcome. Uh, it ended up in the end being being good. So what happened? They they were able, the, the, the little sister lived, of course, and the boy lived both as well? Correct. Good. So the little sister had nothing happen to her. Um, the the little bro, the, her brother, her, the little boy, he went to the hospital, like got stitches, up, yeah. and you know, yeah, get um, trying to you know, obviously take care of that, and he's getting better and he's doing better. But yeah, so they're both fine. I don't know what happened to the dog. Probably more than likely, put him down. Probably, but um, yeah, yeah. So they're both fine, and he, it was it was a really really touching story. Yeah. Just man, such a brave, brave dude. I just, I mean, I'm like, man, most men wouldn't even do that. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. I love it. So, uh, what is your grade for the three amigos? Oh my goodness, A plus, A plus, absolutely. I could watch this. Actually, I have in the last <laughs> like three weeks or four weeks. I've watched this at least two or three times, and I could. And before we jumped on this call, if you go to YouTube and you type in three amigos, uh, I can't remember which. Uh, channel it is, but they have like clips, 12 or so different clips, like really quick clips of funny episodes or funny parts of it. You can watch each one and it shows you and it makes you laugh all over again. So A plus, how about you? I agree. A plus it, you you can't go any other way. Now, the interesting thing, uh, or maybe the bummer thing I went to Rotten Tomatoes as I always do with these, the audience score was 67 and the critics is 45. Uh, they have no clue what they're talking about. No, they have no clue at all. Like this movie delivered exactly what they set out to deliver, right? Just a fun, funny Western style mix-up story. Uh, and it was it was great. Like you can't fault anything in this movie. I don't understand why critics can't see that and why why they would knock something like this. Absolutely, man. That, that's just sad. But yeah. oh well, I love it. We wholeheartedly uh, just endorse it and say, you must watch this movie. Even if you're a female, you will probably enjoy it. <laughs> uh, more than likely, you'll enjoy it. It's more a love story in there, too. In fact, oh. there's like three love stories. You got all three of Lucky Day, Ned Needlelander, and Dusty Bottoms. They all three get women, and it's a love story. Yes, absolutely. And it's a musical. Yep. All that combined, what's not to love? I don't know. I don't know what's not to love. So this was a great movie. Um, but what are we going to learn from next week, Dust? I'm going to give you the option to pick one of these two movies. Now there's a bunch of them. We have a laundry list and I'm actually for everybody watching and listening. I really have been enjoying because we used to do a lot of new movies, but since no movies are coming out, we've been doing a lot of old movies. I'm actually enjoying doing old movies more so than the new movies, which is fun. I mean, think of like, um, what's that, uh, skyscraper one where there was the building was on fire with the rock. I was like, Oh my goodness. Or ones that we have to walk out of. So going and watching these movies have been fun. So I'm going to go back and give you a pick of two different ones. And they're both are starring one specific actor growing up. He's like, man, this guy is phenomenal. You either have Commando or Terminator. Commando or Terminator. Which one do you want to do? Remember this from Total Recall? Oh, I just can't choose. My husband loves uh, uh, (laughs) Sub-Zero. My son loves, uh, let's do, let's do, let's do both. What do you think? That was the <laughs> that was the Running Man, not Total Recall, but yes, the Running Man. Oh, I which, said Total. Yeah, you're right, Running Man. Yeah, you know what? We you brought up the Running Man. I can't believe I didn't even think of the Running Man. We got to do all three. 
Three. All three movies are phenomenal. We got three movies. Yes. <laughs> Running Man, you have uh, uh, Total Recall. Not Total Recall. Running Man, uh, uh, Commando, and, well, my phone's going off for some reason, which this is weird. I'm not going to edit this out because I, it's just funny. We literally never get phone calls. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to let that go. So we have uh, uh, Commando, Running Man, and Terminator. What do you think? Yep, I'm down. Wait, which Terminator, one or two? Number one, number Terminator one. Okay. number one. Now, Terminator 2's number is terrific. We could eventually do that, yeah. but we have the the first one. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, let's do all of them. Let's start off. I think the very first movie you mentioned was Commando. Let's go Commando first. Okay, so Commando, then Terminator, then The Running Man. Yep, perfect. That works for me, man. I love yes, it. I'm I excited. It. I'm yep, excited. Me too. Cool <laughs> beans. So everybody, thank you so much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube or listening, if you downloaded the podcast, we appreciate your ears and your eyeballs. Um, if you'd like to uh, leave a comment on the show, go to the show notes page, watchandlearnpodcast.com slash the three amigos with the number three in the middle right there. And just scroll on down, leave a comment at the bottom. All right, once again, thank you so much for listening. My name was Sky. And I'm Dusty. And we will return next week with... Commando! Commando!